I say today I'm going to talk about some reflections on the year that's gone 2022 and a few lessons I've learned, hard lessons, because it was a hard year. So number one, my first lesson that I learned and I'm learning, it's still ongoing, is how to put me first, the needs of myself and my family first without caring about what other people think of me. So this is a really, really challenging and uncomfortable lesson that I learned. And it came, had many opportunities to learn this lesson last year. So I'll give you an example. We sold our car at some point in the year and around April or so, and we were waiting to get a new car. And um, we were trying to get maybe an electric car because it was just more efficient to run. But we couldn't because there was a shortage. And I don't know if you, I don't know, there's just issues. I think there was a shortage with car to get cars on the market. Like it was like a year, 18, 18 month wait. So there's a period of time where we didn't have a car. And I was taking my daughter to school on the bus. Now, this was really uncomfortable for me because I had always said to myself, I'm never going to go on a bus with my kid. I do not. I need to have a car. I do not want to be one of those women that has that that is that has to hustle on a bus. That's I just don't want that for myself. That was what I had uh, one of my aspirations when I was single. And uh, so to find myself in this position, it made absolute sense for us to use the bus for while we look for this car. And, but I was really battling with, oh, what will people think of me? I'm, I'm in this place, this place that I never thought I was going to be. And there was, I don't know if shame was the word, but there was a lot of discomfort. But I had to sit with it. I sat with it because it made sense and we were doing the best that we could with what we had at the time, to try to get our car situation sorted out. Um, and this is what, this is where we were. This was it. So I had to just fully accept it. I had to sit back in it. And we rode that bus every day to nursery and back um, until we were able to get a car. And that was uncomfortable for me. It was really, really uncomfortable. I, I just went with it, knowing... I'm here for I'm here for a reason, and yeah, I just had to I just had to sit with it. Another another recent time as well. It's always around these silly cars. Another time is oh, first it, first week. So now we've got this car. Okay, now we've we've got a car. First week in a brand new school. I have never had an accident in my life in the twenty years I've been driving. I scrape a lorry the first week. So the side of the car is now got a deep scratch in. And I have <laughs> have another opportunity to feel a sense of embarrassment, I guess. I feel like I don't I'm not one to get embarrassed easily, but I think what this thing of what will people think of me? I've got a scratch in the side of my car in this 
school, this really nice school. And that was a battle. It, it's been really, you know, difficult place to deal with that. But I take my kid to the school. I thank God that we are able to take her there and we have this car to take her there and all these things. I have to put it in perspective. I have to put everything in perspective that that um, we this is a luxury and and we just keep going. But that was another opportunity for me to work through, you know, like I was doing all these kind of things in the beginning. I would park the car in a place where nobody could see that scratch on that side of the car in the beginning. I was doing all these acrobatics to try to, to, try to avoid the scratch. And now, like I park right at the front. This is it. You know, I'm like, this is me right now. It is what it is. And here we are. And we just have to keep rolling. <laughs> we just have to keep rolling. I just have to keep rolling. Yeah, so I've had to, I found myself in positions where I would have done anything not to to avoid it. Um, but it did make sense. And obviously there's two of us and my husband's far more sensible and really um he this is like a superpower of his in terms of he doesn't really care what people think of him or us it's what works for us and what and what works for us is whatever works for us but anyway that was that is one lesson and it's still ongoing um for many areas in my life in terms of trying not to care what people think of it and also another thing quite linked to this i learned about brands luxury brands and I learned something, I can't remember who said this, I think it was um, Gary V. He said that people buy brands to communicate something to people. And also the fact that some luxury cars like Mercedes, BMW, um, Lexus, they, they are aware of the status of the brand and why people want that people buy cars not for themselves but for what people think of them when they drive the car. This is really deep. And it might, this might be linked to my first point, that people buy cars, clothes, shoes, handbags, whatever, do these things because they want people to think something of them. But I guess I wasn't really aware of this. I was just like, oh, these things are probably better quality, so they must be better. But And yet, if you put two T-shirts side by side, they're made in the same factory, and then one has a, I don't know, Gucci label on it. People would go for the Gucci, might go for the Gucci label, whatever, um, even though it's the same quality. So... I don't know, this thing about, yeah, it was just a bit mind-blowing for me and made me really start to think, I don't want to buy into that. And there's nothing wrong with luxury items or lovely or luxury items or things like that. I guess the problem is, like, you know, if you're, like, obviously, like, I've seen in the black community where there may not be money in the bank or for next generations, but they've got there's money to buy expensive cars or Louis Vuitton handbags. And it's just the mindset 
it's just a mindset around money and luxury goods and stuff like that. But maybe there's, there's layers to this. There's insecurities. There's, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I think this is really, I'm being really simplistic. And I, I think this is a very complex topic and issue. And it's not this simplistic. But just, I guess, the power of a luxury brand and what it communicates to people and why people make those choices for me was an eye-opener for me and am I trying to communicate something to somebody by wanting this handbag or wanting this or and that again is another discomfort isn't it it's uncomfortable to think that it's uncomfortable to think that another thing oh my marriage so um my marriage went another layer I think went to another layer with my husband in terms of knowing him and our intimacy and our relationship um I think I came into the marriage with a plans and ideology um but sometimes life isn't what hasn't doesn't pan out the way I thought it was going to pan out and so it's almost like at one point, like, oh, did I sign up to this? What did I sign up to? <laughs> I didn't sign up to this bit. Not this, I didn't sign up to this bit. But, and then the reality is that this bit that I didn't sign up to, for example, is something that I now, it's given me an opportunity to, to be patient to um to to really express real love love is a choice um to be patient to wait on my husband to get to the place he needs to to get to with a supporting loving you know partner um and so this this is um this is this is this is deep because you don't always what you what you see in the beginning is not what always there's layers and also my husband and I'm not the person I was when he married me and I've gone on this these journeys and he's had to stand by me and watch me go through through, through things and that has has a direct impact on our relationship and the same thing this year I found myself in this place watching him go through I mean we've been watching each other in, in different ways but this one was particularly challenging for me because again it's one of those things like well this wasn't on my list in the beginning <laughs> like the boss situation this wasn't the plan this wasn't the plan it wasn't supposed to go like this but it's going like this and it went like this and I love him even more um because I've put my list aside and I'm seeing him fully without the, the list and responding to him fully as someone as a someone who has chosen to you know commit and spend my life with him. Um oh another thing that I've learned number four in crisis I've learned that sometimes I can suspend what's really happening and I'm on, I don't really process it then and there 
So I I think when things get really, 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 really hard, um, or just I think um, in general, I think maybe I am somehow able to be, but not fully be sometimes. And then I find myself reflecting a lot afterwards um, about what happened. And this is a strength of my, you know, I admire my husband about that he's able to fully be in something and fully reflect in the moment. He's reflecting in the moment. And I'm someone that tends to reflect afterwards. And sometimes it takes a while afterwards. And the longer it takes to reflect on the situation, or months afterwards, I'm still thinking about something. It means it's prolonging the time to getting over it, basically, and closing that chapter and kind of moving on. The emotional aftermath of an event, I will still feel it. I mean, I'm not saying that it's holding me back because I'm still moving forward, but maybe not fully, maybe not with the same velocity if I was able to fully, fully, fully deal with it at the time. Just close it off and say, okay, I've done with it. Let's shut the door. That's fine. Let's move on. Number five. Oh my gosh. So I I've been really harsh with my parents and some of the the, the the decisions and choices that they made in their lives. And I've been really critical of them and have attacked them many times. How could you have done something like this? Or did you not think about us as children? And I have learned to be a little more compassionate this year because the very mistakes that I have been angry about my parents, how could they make such a mistake? I found myself making some mistakes this year. And I now feel a sense of compassion. I feel more compassionate towards them and more forgiving towards them because we are all, we are human. And we make mistakes, and that's it. I think I used to be a lot more, have a lot more hard lines. My lines, I used to have hard lines with things, but as I mature, I rec- I'm recognizing more and more than, I'm not talking about values, but lines can blur when you have more context. And I'm getting more context as I get older. If you're enjoying this episode, I would love for you to comment, rate, review it, and please do share it with friends or family because it really does help people discover the uh, podcast. So thanks.